Hello. Happy Saturday to you. May the 2nd. And the 50th day of us being together um, on The Good Report. Very glad to see you. Yeah, so we've been here for the last 50 days of this pandemic and the space kind of morphed into, for me, it morphed into this space where I could um, just have a better feeling vibe than perhaps what I had in other parts of the day. And I do it here in community so that if you have anything that's been burdening, burdening you today or anything that you want to celebrate, you can do that in community as well that's intentionally dedicated to being here for that purpose. So anyway, welcome. Um, Introduce yourself. Last night I was having issues with the comments actually coming through the system to me. And tonight I want to pick up on that a little more quickly if I can. So anyway, leave me a comment. Let me know where you're watching from and who you are. If I can't see the comments and they don't start scrolling up on my screen there, then I'm going to just grab a secondary device and try to like track comments out here. Let's see. I'll try to do it that way. You know, and actually while I'm out here as well, I want to share out the fact that the live stream is even happening. Thanks for being here. It's the good report. Can you believe that we've actually gone 50 days of being in here? <laughs> it's so funny to me. I guess we, is that a celebration point? Or, or do you not get to celebrate when you've been online for 50 days in a row? Who makes up these rules anyway? Thanks for watching. Thanks for hanging out for the last 50 days. Um, it's just a space where I am little Miss Muffet sitting on her tuffet of gratitude and appreciation. And um, some days these days are better than others. But no matter what kind of day I have, if I intentionally focus just a little bit of time on what is actually working out for me and for you, uh, whoever bounces through here, um, then, then that's time well served, I say. Let me look for these comments. I don't see the comments coming up, so let me see if I can get in here. Through the oh, there we go. Okay. So I'm going to turn this down here, and I'm going to see these things as you all see this. So, oh, hey, Pam. Good to see you. Hey, Daniel. Good to see you as well. Um, let's see here. Uh... That's my I am enough alarm going off again. Uh, Daniel says, hey, here in the Bronx, happy Saturday. Peace and blessings to everyone. Um, peace and blessings to you as well. Um, what happened that was awesome in your day? Did anything good happen to you? Hopefully the music will come back so that I can then. Good, 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 good. See, everything works out if you just chill out. I'm going to shuffle cards now. I'll have to investigate why comments no longer come up on the screen. Um, but that's cool. I thought they would, I, th I may have to reset that piece. See what happens. All right, so I'm gonna pick a card. Oh, the card jumped out. 
And that's the one for tonight. Let me know how you're doing. How's your evening been? I've been dragging behind. I've been kind of investing time in learning a a, a role-playing game, like a geeky computer game. And I've been watching all the tutorials because this game is like famous for like not, hey Rebecca, this um, this game is famous for um, not just dropping you into the game and you just kind of have to like poke around and figure it out. So I've watched about four to five hours of tutorials on how to play this, this video game. And I feel really, really, um, prepared to play it now i jumped in at first and did like the in-game tutorials and it was making any sense it's like a derivative of warcraft for you geeks out there raise your hands if you are a geek on facebook youtube twitter twitch periscope um geeks unite and so anyway this this game is called um guild wars 2 and so i've watched like probably four or five hours of that um of int- like of teaching videos because I'm, I'm that geek that needs to watch a teaching video um oh daniel says my brownie edibles came in the mail from my buddies has a black business dolly closet oh so oh right do you know what kind of edibles they are i'm very very curious about that I'm gonna try to reset this chat too. It's never, it's never behaved this way. But you know what? Ain't no problem. I already picked the card for the day. Flexibility. Flexibility is the angel card that we are picking that's going to guide our discussion. Flexibility. Let's see what divine inspiration or what divine message we get for our day from this card. Flexibility is uh, ability to course correct without losing sight of the goal. Let go of narrow mindedness, stay open to the flow, and keep current with new information. Okay. All right, card. This is nothing woo-woo. This is the original Angel Cards book, Inspirational Messages and Meditations. It's harmless enough, right? For you saved and sanctified people out there that still follow my work <laughs> and love city. Um, it's not too, it's nothing woo-woo, too woo-woo. I mean, but listen to the message. The ability to course correct without losing sight of the goal. That's what flexibility, that's what they define it as. And then it says, let go of narrow-mindedness, stay open to the flow, and keep current with new information. Well, listen, we we don't have a choice right now. We gotta, we're going to have to open up our mind to new possibilities. We got to let go of narrow-mindedness, stay open to the flow. All we can do is the flow because we don't know what's going to happen with tomorrow. And then keep current on new information. Look, the news is on it. They are letting us know 
Um, I'm not one to endorse like news um, people or uh, news, what do you call them? Sources. Um, but I really, really am a fan of Axios right now. A-X-I-O-S. They just distill the news down to just, just the facts. Just the facts, just the data, just the research. Like, it's just, it, it's got none of the fluff. Like, I don't need CNN with their music trying to, like, pop, 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 pop on me. Like, I don't need all of that. Um, hey, I... Hey, Shante. Hey, Julie. Good to see you. Um, Daniel, chocolate chip regular brownies, happy treats. I know. I love a good happy treat. But yeah, like I was saying, I don't need, I don't need uh, CNN, you know, with their theatrics. I just need what actually is going on so that I can guide my compassion and guide my work and make sure that I let my um, representatives know what I stand for so that when I remove that vote from their asses because they're not actually looking out for me and my community... You know, those are the type of things I just need to know. I don't, but I don't need to know all of the extra. So I don't know where I put the book, but when it talks about keeping current with new information, yep, that's as far as I can go. And like, and then they also send me like outlines, uh, outline style emails. Um, that just kind of like distill like the surface of what happened in the news. Like this is the death count. This is the, the cases. This is what th they're saying out of the White House. This is what's really happening. They're not letting Fauci testify. I wonder why that is because he's bipartisan and doesn't really care about whether you're Republican or Democrat. He just wants the science talked about. I wonder why the White House is not allowing Fauci to testify. I wonder why we got to wake up. We got to, we got to follow the clues. Oh, the white house is not allowing Fau Dr. Fauci renowned epidemiologist and, um, disease expert over decades, multiple presidents has met all of them in his adult life has worked under all the, all the presidents and this, this Dr. Fauci, the white house does not want to allow to talk to anybody official on the record. I wonder why that is. Anyway. Yeah. I keep current on new information. Um, yeah, that I do. It's just that I have to be very, very careful how I engage the news and engage, <clears throat> excuse me, engage pieces of the facts that I hear. Because if you pay attention long enough, you'll realize that this is kind of like, it's kind of messed up. It's not kind of messed up. It's full on messed up. If you, if you pay attention. Hey, Betsy. If you pay attention, you'll see, um, it's, um, it's a bit of, uh, it's a bit of a mess because <sighs> you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to reposition if we're not going to have comments in here, 
then I might as well like reposition my face. Otherwise, that looks crazy. It's just, I've just temporarily forgotten how to do it. Oh, nope, it's alt. There we go. Thanks for hanging out, everybody. Um, how are you exhibiting flexibility in your life? How are you exhibiting flexibility? Are you chilling out? Are you... <laughs> are you taking walks? Are you sleeping a lot like I am? Although I think that my my recent sleeping had a lot to do with like just being a little depressed because one of my friends died. Well, the general nature of life, you know, right now. It's okay, though. It's really okay. Hey, Amy. Good to see you. Welcome into the space. I usually have the interactive comments, but I'm I'm having a technical difficulty. The last couple days they've not been coming in, and then I've ended up talking to myself without knowing what was going on on the screen. So, anyway, I'm looking down and just kind of seeing the comments because I like sitting here on this muffin and tuffet with you. Amy says, um, hey, Andre, I just popped in just as you said a friend died. I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah. There's a, oh, last night's episode, day 49. What's the day 48? I think it was day 49. Last night's episode, was it night before last? I don't know. Life is just one big day. I melted down, like, on camera. Lost my shit. It was last night, because that's when I realized that the, the comments weren't coming up in the feed anymore, because, um... Uh... <laughs> oh, man. Because I was, like, literally boohooing on the internet, and people were like, oh, it's okay, friend, it's okay, and I couldn't see any of it. So, people that tuned in last night and offered me, like, light and love, um, thank you so much. I... I literally had no clue. I went back <clears throat> after um, the end of the good report and uh, <laughs> literally just, I don't know. It was like, oh my goodness, I can't believe that happened. Oh, Daniel says, I thought it was shade. No, love, it was not shade at all. It was just simply me like not seeing it. I don't know why the universe didn't want me to see it, but I didn't um, until after the fact. And now I had to turn it off, you know, because I got to figure that out, but we'll figure it out. Pam says, my sleeping is awful. I felt free today because I got to go to the lake with my mom. How was that? <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm going to open my beer as well. One second. If you've got a beer, I don't mind you popping it around this this well we're just gathered on rocks around the well just chatting tell us about your trip to the lake with your mom Pam here's a big wave of love for you thank you Amy thank you so much for that wave of love oh that's not only I'm sure felt by just me but by everybody that's in this space and is going to hang out after I just kind of you know, for those of you that who are new here, I just get on here around 8.30 every night and I just hang out. Um, if this were, you know, a well in the city, 
you know, love city. If this were the well and the city, I just come and sit at the well and just hang out with whoever pops through. There's always love here. That's the wonderful thing about this city that's different from the cities where we all are tuning in from and where we actually live. What's different about love city is that in here we can just kind of be free to be who we are and just really share love, give love and receive love. It's a wonderful thing. Amy says, I was in the middle of making dinner and randomly decided I should pop in. I'm so glad I did. Yeah, thank you for the love extended. I, um, I boohooed about it last night, so I'm not going to do it tonight. But um, Mike was a really good friend to me when I was coming out. And I had a lot of rejection in my life from straight men. And he loved me regardless. Was a, He was just a good straight guy presence in my life at a time when I was really really fragile about my my sexual identity gender expression whatever you know and so um hearing that he passed in his sleep suddenly um just made me sad because he was a good one he was a good egg um, Daniel says, right, shout out um, to Earth Angel, Mike Humble. Oh, yes, you remember his name. Now Spirit Angel. Oh, just seeing you say his name because you've been here. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. Um, yeah, just hearing you say this stranger's name to you um, and, and to know that one more person knows how much he meant to me um, and to the world. And we, and we all mean something to the world. I'm not pretending that my friends are better than your friends or anything like that. I, I'm, I'm just saying that, like, continue to live your life the best you can in a way that when you're gone, the, the fragrance of your kindness remains. That's what I want to do, friends. I want to live my life in a way that when I'm gone, when the flower of my life is crushed... The fragrance is still he loved in XYZ way. And that that's how people kind of that that's that's what Mike was for me. <clears throat> Pam says peaceful. Um I put p- picks up. So um Pam went on a stroll around the lake with her mom today. She said that that it was peaceful. She put picks up. Scott said, have a beer for him. Man, this is so good. I've been this was last night's too. Harpoon IPA. Um, has been blessing me. When I have a beer belly. And that's okay too. Amy says, I've got some leek bread about to come out of the oven. When it's ready, I'm going to pour a glass of wine. And that'll be my contribution to the well. Thank you so much, Amy, for hanging out. Um, leek bread. Oh, all of these breads. Like, how are we... I, should I get into that? Should I try making bread? Should I try to make a bread on a live one night? I've never made bread before. Have I ever made bread? I don't think I've ever made bread. So if I can figure out how to make bread, then maybe I'll come on live one night and make bread. Or No, you know, the good report is always a dedicated kind of safe space or gratitude and yummy energy. I'll do like a supplemental like live where I like try to make bread i don't know what to do to make bread i've said bread five thousand times 
Amy says, I would love, I would so love to go to the lake. Peaceful uh, sounds exactly right. I'm so glad you got to do that with your mom. Yeah. Um, Daniel's telling me don't start preaching. So I'm going to stop preaching. And then if, oh yeah. I, when I'm out going to get like groceries and things like that, which I've not left my block because the grocery is on the block. Um, I always feel like it's like handmaid's tale. Like, I want to, like, look at somebody and be like, Pam, <laughs> I want to look at someone and be like, under his eye. And, like, keep moving. Because it feels very, very weird. So, I, I can imagine that being out on that lake felt like you're, like, going to get chased by the overseers in uh, Handmaid's Tale. A uh, Amy says, Andre, if you want to do a video chat with bread baking, let me know. I'd be so happy to show you some stuff. Yes! Let's do... How long does it take to make... You know what? We can handle this in the DMs, but I'd be very curious to know, Amy, how long it takes to make bread because however long it takes... <gasps> no! We can Zoom each other go live on the zoom and then make bread together however long it takes i just gotta figure out what supplies but if you tell me what supplies to get i'll get the supplies and then we'll make bread together um on one of these episodes that sounds like fun <laughs> yeah i think that i read that right if you want to do a video chat about bread baking let me know yeah i'm letting you know i want to do it homemade bread is the bomb I've never made the I've never made the bread. And then and then Howard says hashtag bread. Yeah. It's like Oprah. Bread, bread, bread. You know? I just love I just love carbs. And carbs love me. Alright. So anyway, we've already read the card that we were supposed to read. Um, and then this is usually oh, let's see. Amy says, We'll chat about bread. Daniel says, I'm curious, sibling, what you been like now. What, what I've been, you talking about me, what I've been doing or what someone else has been doing? What have I been doing? Watched The Handmaid's Tale, very strange. I couldn't stop watching. I know it's very, that's like a cautionary tale about, um, that's a cautionary tale about who we could become if we don't get it together. Amy says, and I met you and I chat and I'll show you how, and then you can decide if you want to do it for your life. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, sure. Sure. Let's chat about it. But I'm sure I'm going to want to do a lot. I mean, I can't lose anything by just making bread on the internet. You know, and I know that my friend Matthew Shrink, um, who will, who makes bread like every day, like a fresh loaf, like almost every day. I know he'll tune in. It only needs to be a few people. I'm realizing that happiness can be cultivated just by your high Oh, Daniel, did you eat? You got to be very careful with those edibles, friend. Like, you, you cannot be... <laughs> I hope you, you have to eat a little at a time so you can test, like, how concentrated the oils are in, in, the, in the edible. You cannot... You cannot... How much did you eat? Okay, you've been asking me how what have I been watching on Netflix and stuff. All right, so I've been watching... Um, Ozark, moving very slowly through Ozark. Um, not because it's a horrible show, um, but because I'm horrible with television movies. Movies I fall asleep on, and television I pause to write an email, and then two hours later I didn't push 
resume. So, you know, thank goodness for these these services that have the resume feature because if I can push resume, then I can um catch back up, but it takes me like 3 days to watch one episode of any television show. It annoyed my ex-husband. <laughs> oh, it annoyed him. Oh, he gets so mad. So then he'd have to like make me a captive audience. Like we'd have to like make dinner and like sit up, turn on all the lights and then like, or dim the lights and like watch like whole episodes of, of like Game of Thrones. You know, it was so funny when Game of Thrones ended. It was like, I was like, I was single. No, 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 I wasn't single. We were married. I was married when Game of Thrones came out and then Game of Thrones outlasted my marriage. It's so funny. I laugh about it. But yeah, he would have to make me watch full episodes of shows because it takes me like three or four days. You ate the whole brownie. You cannot eat the whole brownie, Daniel. You can't eat the whole thing. You have to like eat a little at a time. I guess you can't eat the whole thing and then be asking me crazy questions on the internet. So yeah, Ozark. I'm working my way through Ozark. Um... That's that's the show right now. Um, it's the only reason why I still have Netflix for that one show. Um, and then I watch like own like own programming like Oprah, Super Soul, um, lectures and things like that. Then there's a bunch of books on tape that I'm listening to. I think you may not have been in here when I said that I I've started playing. Um, well, I'll start training to play Guild Wars 2, which is like a multi-massive online um, role-playing game, kind of like Warcraft. And so I like watched like five hours of training videos for that. Why not? It's my time, my life. Judge yourself. Hey, Delise, good to see you. Um, Scott and I have been watching Shit's Creek. It's so funny. Oh, I oh we know Shit's Creek in here. I know Shit's Creek. Moira, Moira, Moira Rose, David, 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 Alexis, Alexis. I love Shit's Creek. Sorry. For those of you that just had to experience me, like, be multiple characters from Shit's Creek, <laughs> I apologize. This is... <laughs> the Good Report has gotten off of the rails tonight. Um, don't forget to, like, leave in the comments what you're grateful for today and what you appreciate. Um, it's very clear that Scott and Pam appreciate Shit's Creek. It's a really, really wonderful show. Wonderful show. Um, Daniel says, I watched The Boys and DC Universe Dooms Patrol. I don't know. I I feel like for a moment there, you were speaking a whole different language. What is that? I watched The Boys and DC Universe Dooms Patrol. I don't know what that is. Is that English? And then Daniel says, uh, judge yourself. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, judge yourself. Like, I just, it takes me three days to watch an episode. It's cool. Um, what I'm going to start doing, though, which I need to do for a little bit of stability in, in this uh, quarantine, I'm going to start putting chunks of time to do certain things on my calendar. I need to get a little more um, regimented in my flow because it's getting a little squirrely. Um, and so... 
I need to like put workout on the calendar. I need to put like breakfast on the calendar. I need to put like you know, the good reports on the calendar, but you know, video games or watching television or whatever. Like you just allow myself to have allow myself to have those moments as I have them. Um, and then do the other things I need to do as well, right? That well, then, you know that that balance piece. Pam says yes. I'm. Uh, oh, Daniel says yes. And then Pam says I'm watching Vampire Diaries too. What is Vampire Diaries about? Oh my gosh. Amy says I got through all three seasons of the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. So far, is it is that a good show? It was good, she says. And then because I ended up with a total crush on one of the actors in season two, Zachary Levi. Sounds familiar. I ended up watching the movie the movie Shazam and just started the show Chuck. He's a star in both of those. Zachary Levi. I feel like I know the name Zachary Levi as well. I had friends um in uh the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Um apparently there's like slaves in a kitchen or black people in a kitchen. I can't tell from the stills. All my friend <laughs> this is a friend that I worked with in Rocktopia on and, and he puts up stills of his work and acting in the marvelous Mrs. Maisel and all I, it looks like black people in a kitchen. So are there black people in a kitchen in the marvelous Mrs. Maisel? I've never seen it, but I'm happy for my friends that that work in these shows. I always wonder if that's something I could do, but then I'm like doing so many other things, so it's like, whatever. My cup runneth over. The the boys, the boys, I the the boys on Amazon Prime, and Dunes Patrol is. Is on the DC Universe app. Superhero shows. Superhero shows. Okay. Um, I don't know. I may try it at some point. I'm not really big on the superhero shows. Like, I'll watch, you know, Black Panther and stuff like that. I don't really OD on those, though. And then Amy says, Mrs. Maisel is so very good. And they're dealing with social issues in of the early 60s. Oh, this is a period piece. Mrs. Maisel is a period piece. But this is on Amazon, right? So it's free. Like, I don't need to, like... If I can give it a couple episodes and be cool with it. It's a period piece. So do they deal with the... I guess that's why the black people are in the kitchen. Because I guess they deal with the, ra- the racial dynamic of it all, right? I don't know. Daniel says, oh, I read some buzz about a new Ryan Murphy series on Netflix called Hollywood. There's always going to be something new. This is why I'm chilling out. Like, I'm going to watch Ozark one episode every three days. Like we used to do back in the 80s, 90s. I'm not, I'm not messed up for, I'm not messed up for taking three days to watch one episode of television. It's that the world has gotten really, really, really fast and crazy out here. It's no, it's not me. It's not me. I can take my time. They're they're always they're coming out and then there's the trending number one, number two, most trended. Like it's like it's turning into like a game. Like like oh my god, I, I, I did you watch Tiger King? I watched Tiger King. It was it was the number one trending television show in America. For the, it's turning into a lot. So I'm just gonna give myself the space that I need to watch Miss Marilyn Maisie, um, Jingleheimer Schmidt, whatever the fuck that show is called. <laughs> I'm going to watch that when I can because, let's see, 
Old school Wonder Woman. Oh, old school Wonder Woman. That's what you're watching, Pam? Amy says season three, she tours with a black musician and they get into some of the issues of the white Jewish woman and the black musician touring together. I see. Including her opening for him at the Apollo and she also cooks for the whole tour group at the hotel on tour. Oh, which is when the kitchen scene. Oh yeah, okay, so my friend Reggie Woods is in those kitchen scenes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Love that. Love that. Love that guy. Love you, Amy. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I'm down. I'm down. Oh, should we do it? We probably should. We probably should um should do our little meditation for those who we remember every day. I'll take a sip of my beer though because, you know, you refuse to watch Tiger King, Daniel. Why do you refuse to watch Tiger King? Mm. Oh man, so just remembering that we are here for gratitude and appreciation. We call ourselves right now into the present moment, into our heart space. Not what happened in the past, not what could happen in the future, but just the present moment right here, right now. Taking a breath. Whatever you are burdened with, my friends, I invite you to just lay it down. Just put it down for a second. If you've been carrying some level of stress or anxiety or pain on your back for the last 24 hours, I want to invite you to just lay it down. And you can pick it up when you leave the stream. That's completely cool. Um, but I want to invite you to come into, yes, yes, Daniel, into this tender heart space. Where you, even for a moment, the best you can, forget about the worries or the things you did yesterday and, and, you know, the regrets you have of the past and, you know, the job you lost and the mean things that happened and the negativity that happened in your yesterday. Just, you know, it'll be there. Unfortunately, we can't turn it off, so it'll be there. But just for the moment, just let it rest. Just let it fade. And then the the worries of tomorrow, the things that, that are to come, the jobs to get, the things to get, the stages to conquer, the things to become, we also let that fade away for a moment. Just bring ourselves right here to 9.32 Eastern on Saturday, the 2nd of May. We just bring ourselves into this present moment. 
And we choose intentionally to just take off of our shoulders the things that have been weighing us down for just the last 24 hours. The the anxieties that we've picked up, the um the internal struggles, the internal ping pong, the the fears, the agitations, the worries, the anxieties. We just invite each other in this shared space to just drop those those down. Just drop them off of us. We just drop them off of us. Little by little, we drop them off of us. And then we breathe. We just breathe. Nowhere to be, nowhere to go. Just here. It's been such a great thing to be here daily with you. Just taking a breath, chilling the fuck out. <laughs> it's been wonderful. Take a breath, take a breath. And breathe out. Yeah. It's been wonderful. It's been wonderful because I I know that intentionally we'll be here for each other. It's like this this it's like this really really tight compacted knot. Hey Amanda, it is really tight impacted not of Christmas lights life is imagine your life has this compacted ball of Christmas lights and like one bulb is your daughter and one bulb is your son and one bulb is your spouse or your partner or your fuck buddy <laughs> you know and one bulb is this person and one bulb is this situation it's like this really big like strung together ball of lights and you want to make sense of it and one of the solutions that I use I statements I'm nobody's guru but one of the solutions that I use for untangling untangling that ball of thoughts and things is by pulling myself as we just did into the present moment and just breathing and just allowing space in my situation. It's like, oh, that's your imposter syndrome. That's that bulb. Okay, I'm just gonna breathe with that. And then I'm gonna, and that's connected to, you know, family stuff. And then that's triggering me because I'm stuck in the house for 50 days. This is day 50, by the way just in case you wonder that number right there very real because 50 days ago I said oh my gosh like like I, I can go online and just be myself and for those of you who want to do the same more power to you do it do it do it do it the more light and love and connection we have in the world the better so I was like, I like, I want to, I want to hold space, and then immediately my thoughts went, "What if nobody shows up? What if nobody cares? 
and then that's like the worst that's like the, our worst our ego's worst fear our our, <laughs> our ego's worst fear is that no one will give a fuck <laughs> that is our worst fear if you're honest with yourself as i'm being honest with you our worst our ego's worst fear not our inner nature not not the core of who we are but our ego's worst fear is that no one will tune in no one will come to my birthday party no one will like there there's like reddit there are reddit channels or there's subreddits dedicated to like like kids that feel sad because no one came to their birthday party and like the, the parent has like a picture of them people are still to this day taking pictures of their kids instead of <laughs> Instead of instilling confidence and love in their kids, they, they say, sit there, no one came to your party, I'm going to take a picture, I'm going to post in this subreddit that nobody came to this kid's party. Out of control. And so, but that's the ego's worst fear. Like, we, we use that in society as a way to, like, to shame people. You know, it's like, you know, like, like what if nobody comes to your event? What if no one tunes into your live stream? For shame. Like, that's the worst thing. Like, how would you, how will you even know that you're like a lovable human being if nobody tunes into your live? How would you know? If your live doesn't have 200 people, how would you even know that you're loved? That's what we built. We've constructed these things. Remember the 80s? Remember the 90s? Remember your beeper? Remember the days before you had a pager? When you just lived a life, like you just lived a, 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 a beautiful, a rich ass life. Fried chicken still tastes good before smartphones, man. Cheese still like, I mean, pizza was so good even before smartphones. Before the internet, before Facebook, pizza was good before pizza was good. Let me tell you something. I have a pizza story that I cannot share on the internet ever. My closest friends know that pizza story. But pizza definitely existed before the internet. All of these joys existed before the internet. And we're letting likes and follows and viewers influence our joy of the things that we love doing. Don't do that. And so I'm getting to the point. My point is, I 50 days ago, I was like, well, what if I get online and no one comes? No one pays attention. No one comes around the well and wants to chill and just chat. And then all of a sudden, spirit was like, spirit, love, whatever you, God, whatever you're comfortable with. Something greater than me was like, that don't matter. If zero people come, then you sit there and you talk about gratitude and appreciation and what you're grateful for that day. And then you log off. You do what you're, what, 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 you do the dream in your heart. You do what I planted in your heart. You allow the seed that I planted in your heart to grow. You just show up. And I don't know who needs to hear this right now, now or in the podcast later. Um, but like, you just need to show up. It's not, it's really not about numbers. It's real. it's really not about numbers. It's about this beautiful, you know, they're trees in the forest that are like relying on each other's root systems in order to stay alive. They say that trees can like talk to each other through their roots and things. Like there's a huge like connection 
an interdependence that's within the human spirit that that does not need four million viewers doesn't even need any viewers you just raise your vibration of what you want to put out into the world whatever love whatever status whatever medium posts whatever your whatever your freak flag is let it fly outside of this fame game this numbers game just allow it to be um andre you lie pizza was no good before i could snap a pic and put it on instagram no way amy says andre you lie pizza was no good before i could snap a pic and put it on instagram no way no pizza was certainly not pizza tasted awful for instagram we gotta get this together we gotta get this together before it really, really, really wrecks the joy of our lives. And I'm gonna be that old man Magoo. When this beard goes gray, more than it already is, I'm probably gonna still be that old man Magoo on the internet <laughs> that literally um, is like, honor your heart, honor your heart. This shit is unreal. This shit isn't real. Like the money's not real. The likes, I mean, I mean, like someone's liking these things. Like I know that's that it's a, a boost for you to it's a boost for me to know that someone actually liked my thing and validate, you know, validates my work. It's it's all cute. But to get caught up in it and then to turn your life into either suffering or a lack of of making your dreams come true or stepping into your dreams because you're scared of what people might think. I just want to set you free from that. And don't cause suffering from yourself for yourself by doing things that aren't natural to you or things that, you know, don't really make you happy. I mean, yeah, shame. I mean, shameless plug. Like I, my whole business that I'm, that I'm building and the whole, the whole part of the work is what I'm doing is like, a, like if if you have a dream or or something you want to see come true, reach out to me, especially if it's creative, theater, arts type stuff, but whatever your dream or your business goal is, whatever. If you want to like reach out to me and talk about it so that we can actually start mapping a way to actually go from what's in your head to actually what's out loud, then we can do that. We can do that. It's very weird for me though. I don't want to come off as like salesy or like pitchy because like I really don't care if you reach out to me for business needs or not. But I gotta like balance like how I also like let people know what I do because everyone in my life these days is like Andre, what is, what, is, what is Andre? What do you do? And so I gotta start like figuring out a way to like let people know that I that I'm like a marketing communications business development guy specializing in creative and theater endeavors but really i've i've been i've helped i've helped diversity equity inclusion people i've helped astrologers i've helped body workers dancers build their brands and dot coms and dot orgs and things so i'm a cheerleader but i'm a cheerleader that like will only like give you like good words and of encouragement but also like build your website I don't know how I ended up like, I don't know how to like tell people what I do and what I'm looking to do without telling them without also like sounding salesy. 
this this life you see all the hoops you see all the hoops you have to jump through it's like i want to help people i want to encourage people i want to do donation-based creative services i gotta talk about it but i can't talk about it too much otherwise people think that i'm trying to sell them something when i'm on this like good report good space and then it becomes wait is this a gratitude space or is this an advertisement i can't really tell like there's just so many Maybe I'll put it in the scrolling comments at the bottom so I don't have to say it. Like, want to work with me on your dream? Open hand, you know, like, it's fun. I just casted or helped to cast a um, theater project um, last week. And it was fun. But even that guy was like, I don't understand what, I don't understand what Andre does. I'm like, I am a project manager and a, you know, arts admin it's fun anyway um yeah so how did i get out of the tender-hearted space i love you like sliced bread but my dinner just came out of the oven and smells insane i have to go love you i love you too amy anyway we remember tonight those in our present moment awareness, those dropping right back into it. We remember those who are in pain as we have been in pain. And we ask the divine light of love to just come into this space right now and rest on the very same shoulders where we were burdened. Now you remember we put our burdens down at this well. And now we ask love to come and rest on our shoulders. Now some of you are going to think I'm woo-woo and I'm beyond caring in the days of coronavirus. Just touch your shoulders. You've got one hand for it. If you're holding the phone or you've got the computer... Just touch your shoulders. Just lightly touch your shoulders. I know it's woo-woo and weird. I don't care. This is my life, my expression. My life, my flow. Just like your beautiful life, your beautiful flow. Ooh, Andre was on the internet touching his shoulders. We are allowing love to rest on our shoulders. Just allow love to rest on your shoulders. Oh, divine love, thank you for being here. Thank you for giving me all the love I need, all the power I need, and the sound mind that I need. I thank you, love. I thank you, divine consciousness. I thank you, God. I thank you, source. I thank you, father. I thank you, mother. I thank you. I thank you. Thank you for love that rests on my shoulders. He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and strength. A very present help in the time 
of trouble. See, sometimes those childhood remembrances come back up. A very present help in the time of trouble. A very present help in the time of trouble. Mm-mm-mm. A very present help in the time of trouble. Anybody out there under the sound of my voice who needs a present help in the time of trouble, myself included, Source, Divine Guidance, God, the Divine Mother said that it, he, she would be that. And some of you don't like it when I diversify God, but that's okay. God is a lot of things to a lot of people and a lot of different things to a lot of people, clearly because we can't get on the same page about how to love people. But whatever that divine love presence is for you, Some people call it God, whatever it is. It is a very present help in the time of trouble. I see you, Daniel. A very present help in the time of trouble. I will say of the Lord, he, she, its presence is my refuge and my fortress. All of these things true. How can that homosexual speak scripture like that? How does he do that? How does that homosexual speak scripture so well? Well, because you learn these spiritual truths and you learn these pieces of the text that really resonates with you. And then it doesn't leave you. It just doesn't leave you. You can't unlearn, for me, 21, 22 years of training in the biblical text and ministry work. You just can't, you can't, you can't, it does not depart. You can't, you know, I call bullshit on some of it. Um, especially the harmful parts, like y'all telling me I can't love who I want to love while having your shrimp po' boy. Still trying to figure that shit out. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out how y'all can cheat on each other and have multiple um, baby mamas and want to come for me about who I love and how I express my love, bedroom or nah. Still trying to figure that one out, but I'm going to let it go. I'm going to let it go. I'm going to let it go because God is still a very present help in the time of trouble. And you see how I was, I was trying to get, I was trying to get troubled there. I was almost troubled because I was thinking about how y'all literally do so many things that are forbidden in the scriptural text yet want to come from me about the way that I express love one to the other to, to another i'll never how how i you know 
I still, but I'm not gonna let it go. I have, I have a dream of being a music pastor again. So I haven't been a music pastor. I, I was gifted by um, Powerhouse Youth Group and New Life Outreach International Church. Shout out to Pastors Victor, Pastors Victor and Carmen Torres. I had a really, really good time um, as a kid from 13 to 18 leading worship um, in that very, very large and vibrant youth group in Richmond, Virginia. Um, and then going on to work in ministry work and worship work um, in college. And then all of a sudden being made to choose at the fork of the road. Um, hey, Brianna. Hey, Dan- Daniel says, I knew when I said, don't preach spirit. It was just going to pour out of you. I can't help it, man. Like it's my heart is in ministry work. And then someone told me that I couldn't do it because I sucked dick. And then my whole life has been this kind of alchemist. If you read The Alchemist, it's this huge, like, winding journey in return to what I feel is ministry work, but ministry work outside of the bullshit. Like, if your ministry is not love, if your ministry is not commanding you to love people in ways that's, that's unconditional, if, you're, if your religion is not steeped in what Jesus actually said, like, I love those prints of you know the red letter bibles where it's only what jesus said like the words of jesus and nothing else not all of that other shit that they allowed us to see that's not like locked up in the basement of the vatican but like what jesus actually said was actually pretty on point and not too different than what the buddha was saying and from what muhammad was saying and other prophets if you could open yourself, if you could open yourself, op- if you could open yourself to that, then your life then opens up to so many possibilities of love that includes Jesus dying for you on the cross. Sure, boo. Sure. Jesus died on the cross for you and so many other things are coexisting. Jesus is out on the cross for you, and there's no reason why I can't express love with another with another consenting human being the way that makes me happy, causing 0% harm to anyone else. There's, there's no reason why that's not okay. But our myopic view or our very narrow-minded view of the spirit of God, our very narrow-minded view of who God is and what God is and how God is and when God is and why God is. When we... Hey, Kim, why would you even make me choose? What can separate me from the love of God? What can separate? It's so weird that people think that somehow we can be separated through our lived condition from the love of an almighty God. Which one is it? Y'all got to choose. 
Either God is all-encompassing love that washes over everyone, including Trump, or not. Like, all of these different versions of God is really getting confusing confusing to me. It's getting on my nerves. Like, it's like, your God or my God? Like, which God are we talking about? Like, you know, like, you're standing around praying, dear God, dear God. Whoa, wait, wait, which one? There's so many different versions of God and somehow somehow yours pushes me out of the presence of God like your version of God is so somehow supposed to push me out of the presence of God no no nothing shall separate me from the love of God including my gender expression including my um my chosen partners of all genders and varieties, nothing can separate me from the love of God. Period, Pooh. And y'all have been trying. Like, I remember when it first happened, like 2005, I realized that I could not suck dick the way that I was and also be part of this traveling ministry group. We were traveling all over the world with campus choir at Lee University. And I was like, I can't, like, according to these people's God and Jesus, I cannot be out here singing on international television because that's what we were doing um, in that season. We were singing on TBN and INSP and all these Christian international networks being viewed by millions of people all over the world. That's what I was doing. Um, Very, very shiny object according to um, the world standards. Um, even though it was ministry work. And then I realized, oh my God, I'm a hypocrite if I suck dick and do this because there's no space in these people's God for me to be able to do that and still love and minister and pour out to people. It's a very, very painful season in my life. And I felt very, very much so. And I never plan when I'm coming on here to talk about. I just come on here and just kind of sit and just start talking like in group therapy. And so I was just, I felt very much so 15 years ago, Jesus, 15 years ago, I felt very much so pushed out of the presence of God. And I'm telling you, there's a bunch of other queer, um, and let me just make it very clear, lesbian, bi, trans, um, gay, queer, intersex, uh, binary, non-binary, gender non-conforming. There's a bunch of children of the Most High who have felt pushed out of the presence of God um, because of y'all's Jesus and y'all's God and your standard of righteousness. So many of us that that are just loving, beautiful creatures. I could name names. So many of us have been have been pushed out of the presence of your fucked up God because because y'all just didn't want to make room. I said it and I will continue to say it. You just didn't want to make room in your God and your version of God and your Xerox copy of God for love, which God told you that he was almighty. How can the almighty push me out of like I don't, I don't, I don't believe in that. I'll never believe in that again. So harmful, so harmful. And so in my version, um, <laughs> and in my view of the almighty God, there's space for everyone, including you that want to push me out and I'm done being pushed out. It's like here, here we are. If you, if you can't tell in coronavirus that we're more alike than we're not, I don't want to tell you. 
We're all struggling. We're all stuck in the house. We're all in our mind. We're all wrestling with ideas and emotions and feeling of inadequacy and feeling of doing enough and not doing enough and waking up to our worth and identity and a lot is going on. I see you, Daniel. Yeah, I feel you deeply. Thank you, brother. No one is better than the other. All have great divine worth. Yes. And we continually put people on pedestals and say that is the way. No, that is a way. We can all be a city on a hill. We can all be a city on a hill. We can all, in love, light the pathway for other people. We all can do it. Daniel says, yes, that's very common. Church hurt, religious violence. Yeah, I mean, I was violently. I want to figure this out, though, Daniel, and maybe you can help. Um, but I really want to figure out how we can call back in people who have been hurt by religious violence and still hold space and community in that same way that felt good to us in church spaces, but without the violence. I think that we can build that. I think that we can build that. And if it's already built, put me on and I will jump on their AV ministry. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm tired of like not being able to love God in the ways that I want to love God because, or maybe, maybe, you know, of a ministry out there that's looking for a music guy and I, and I can just go and, and do that, especially digitally now, but you know what I mean? Like, I'm done. I don't know why I'm on this tangent tonight. Like I've been going for an hour and five minutes now. Wow. I thought this was going to be a short one. Hey, Daniel. Good to see you, Bubba's. I love you. Um, this is the good report. It's a space for gratitude and appreciation. It's also a space to bitch and moan about life sometimes. And we just kind of sit on our paint buckets um, or our five gallon buckets and just chat for a little bit and then off we go into our lives right now the theme is religious violence i never plan what we're going to talk about um i just get on and talk for the benefit of the community i hope and if not for the benefit of the community then for the benefit of me <laughs> someone's got to win right in love in love so yeah i i i I don't think I want to start a church. Um, that just bothers me. Um, because I don't think I want to start a church. But I want to I want to definitely facilitate spaces where we can intentionally gather, offer up songs of love and encouragement. I'll figure it out. I don't know if it, if that's like like kind of a healing gathering like I was doing before, but like digitally, where we kind of digitally broadcast. That could be cool, huh? If I did like a little online cabaret where all of my friends came through and sang their songs and offered their love, kind of like in the Good Report style. Oh, your church, maybe your church, yeah. I would love to connect. Anyway, I'm just out here thinking on the internet, on, on the soapbox, about ways in which I can be of better service. 
on the other side of coronavirus times. Why not let our lives shine? Why not let our light shine? So anyway, that that's what that's what that's about. Um, I'll keep you posted, and then you keep me posted, Daniel, on on what you find out. Um, I think that there is um, yeah, lots of opportunity for service. Um, you said you would do it. You oh okay. Would you, would you like come through and like help host it? Would you like come through and like help host it? Like if I if I got a Zoom room and invited a bunch of my friends and then like host it like a a cabaret, would you host it? Like if I gave you the list of people that were on the list, would you host it? And I could just come in and like introduce you as host and then we just like do it. Would you be down? And then like we could like read poetry and um have like a little praise and worship if you wanted to but the praise and worship could be like something from church or not and people could understand that like this is for the churchy people this little crunchy song and for the people that aren't crunchy like just hang on we'll be with you in a second and we could just like have a little a little gathering and have people come through and kind of sing from their living rooms it could be cute we don't need everybody to do it. We just need like a, like two or three singers. And I got two or three singers that would probably be like, yeah, I'll come and sing. Would you want me to sing? I forgot about that. I mean, if y'all are down, but like we gotta we gotta bring we gotta bring. That was that was another part of like the vision to love city spirit because there's so many queer people that love God. And want like really high, like where is the Hill Song? Like, where's the Hill Song's level of artistry for the queer spiritual person? You know what I'm talking about? I could be just blabbing into the internet tonight, but you know what I'm talking about? Like, where is the mainstream spiritual hub? of love light gratitude and abundance with good good music like good good music where is that for the queer kids where is gay church that's not the gym or or, you know we used to have i went to a christian university but when you couldn't go to like the main event you could go to alternative chapel an alternative chapel was this little like sing songy um guitar playing warm vibed um space where people kind of sung good you know spiritual songs and uplifting songs and then kind of moved on um they, oh, they did like an abbreviated version of chapel and you got chapel credit and then it got turned in what if we did like a like a alt like alternative church or like alternative fellowship, alternative something. Like, I don't know if that's even good vibe. Like, I don't know, guys. I'm just like talking out loud. I feel like part of it is that I want a place where I can sing worship music in the company of other queer people and not be side-eyed for it. I don't know what that looks like. Anyway, yeah, please um, inbox me, Daniel. 
inbox me whoever else listens to this and replays and on the podcast and let me know if you want to you know i'm sitting on actually i'm sitting on a hey scott long time no see i'm sitting actually on the um on a list of people who want to collaborate so maybe i'll try to like schedule that out and promo it and then we'll just do like a little like the people's cabaret what do you think i love this little jam that always plays here there's many um okay so like okay so then maybe if i don't need to recreate it daniel then how do i connect with them and let them know like hey this is part of my work i would like to work with you like how does that work because i feel like i would love to be of service i don't need to start an alternative church my ego doesn't is not set up that way i don't need to start an alternative church i don't need to be the leader i don't need to be the pastor but if there's a space out there that would like you know what i contribute to the world then i would love to plug in like that's the what's the one thing that that some people don't know about me i'll turn this music down um i'm really not concerned with being in the spotlight which is which is weird considering that i'm sitting in my studio my home studio under literal lights but little known fact about me like i really don't care about the spotlights like i like expressing myself and i've been blessed that that's happened under smoke and lights and theatrical fog um for all of my adult life um and childhood life as well so for the majority of my life i've always been on a stage under a spotlight but i don't really need to be there it doesn't do for me what i think it does for my friends <laughs> it really doesn't it doesn't do for me like i love it and i love that people love it but it doesn't it doesn't the spotlight doesn't do it it's the community piece it's like the, the building of so i'm looking if i if if you're saying that there are tons of affirming ministries how do we how do we get them together to do this this anyway let's talk about it I don't need to start something new. I got tons of stuff going on, but either we need to start it new or we need to, um, this is to Daniel, everybody. We need to either start it new or plug into something fresh. That's that on that. But I'm definitely going to do a cabaret. I'm going to do a cabaret. In the month of May, in the month of May, I'm going to do a cabaret. I'm in the house anyway. Might as well. I've got some really talented friends. I'm going to ask them. Would they come and do a cabaret? Why not, right? Calling out. I'm calling Jamari. I'm calling Jeanette. I'm calling Reggie. I'm calling Michael. I'm calling Dwan. I'm calling. I wonder if I can if I can get Cassandra. I'm gonna call in people from all levels of the business, even people not in the business. I want to do a people's cabaret. 
That's what I want to do. This, this will start. This will start. What's one of your deepest callings, Daniel? A church? Starting a church? Or what? tell me what one of your deepest callings is. Um, I'm going to do the People's Cabaret. I've been talking to Carl about it for a minute. Um, Carl, I want to sign up to do it. Oh, I just got chills. I want to do it. A People's Cabaret. I'll do the People's Cabaret on, I don't have a calendar here. When should we do it? Should we do it in two weeks? Should we do it in a week? Maybe I should give myself two weeks. I'm being super ambitious. And that ain't cute when you got shit to do. All right. Well, um, we are, today is the second. I'm thinking we should do, we should do the People's Cabaret. We should do the People's Cabaret on, can we do it in a week? The People's Cabaret, hosted by Daniel Williams. How about that? How about that? Daniel, would you host the People's Cabaret so that I don't have to do it? Or let's co-host it together? We'll see. I'm going to invite my friends from every socioeconomic that's socioeconomic, but from every area, I'm gonna invite my Broadway friends. I'm gonna invite my 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 um, non-Broadway friends. I'm gonna invite my equity friends. I'm gonna invite my non-equity friends. We'll see if I can put together an online cabaret of songs, of inspirational songs, and see if they play along. We'll see. I'll hit up Daniel after this is over and we'll do that. All right. Fresh ideas happen all the time. No better way to commemorate day 50 than to come up with new ideas. I think that tonight is the official launch of the People's Cabaret as if I don't have anything else to do, but this will be the easiest thing. And I will see which one of my friends want to do it. And then I will get them all into a space and showcase and live stream. All right, everybody. Have a good night. Um, this one really, really meandered. It's a little different um, than... Um, it's a little extra. Tonight's episode was a little extra. Um, I acknowledge that, but this is how I show up, and this is how we showed up. So I'll see you tomorrow night, 8.30. It's 10.15 already. Oh, my God. I'll see you tomorrow at 8.30 Eastern, um, as I've been here every night um, at 8.30, trying to raise the vibration of love, light, and positivity on the earth. I hope um, to see you soon. All right, have a good night. If you want to reach out, um, you can reach out at lovecityarts.org. Tons of ways to contact us. Um, you can text me at 404-585-1278. Um, or you can just chat us up in here. Um, Daniel says, just bringing folks together across ministry to come and gather as black folks doing God's work as one body. Yeah, man, please, please, um, please text me so we can just do this. Please.
Have a great night, everybody. Know that you are love. Know that love is my religion. Know that love is the greatest power there ever is. Um, And just please continue to give copious amounts of love to yourself in the days ahead. Have a great night. I 